old sponge cake Watching the sun bake Welcome into a very somber edition of From the Newsbleeds. <laughs> as we lost the legend since we were um, since we last congregated. The lead singer of Smash Mouth. Well, that guy. <laughs> I don't even know his name. Speaking of alcoholics, uh, no. Um, condolences to the Smash Mouth Shrek guy. Um, but, but, really. but but the real the real plane that hit the tower, as it were, was Jimmy Buffett's pass. That's a record. It's it was, only been it 30 seconds. Jimmy, it was, well, I missed last week, Vince, so let's, you know, you let's keep it a buck here. The real plane that hit I the mean, tower. in all seriousness. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> in a slew of deaths in the music world, um, has passed away. I mean, that this one hits At the, the tragic age of 76. Yeah, he, he could have lived forever. I he's mean, I, no, I'm just saying like tragic because he's forever going to be identified with the 76ers and, you <laughs> oh, know, yeah, passing that away that at tragic. that age on, the, on on pretty much the week they signed Danny Green, who's a young up and coming pl- uh, player, you know, <laughs> certainly didn't play with Shaquille O'Neal at one point. Uh, he's not that old. <laughs> the, the ideas that Jimmy Buffett brought into the world shall never die. No, Relaxing I mean, and, and let's take a second to talk about and that. Drinking Vince. beer. Because Vince, you made a comment in the group chat, oh, and I'm no. going to let you talk extensively, Pat, because Pat's a big Jimmy Buffett guy. <laughs> he was conceived to him, or he was born to him, or something happened yeah, with born. him. I, yeah. He was playing in the room while I was born. Yes. Not physically? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's amazing, man. I mean, this guy's got it all. He's got a house. He's got a job. That sounds, that's it all. That sounds like the beginning of a Bruce Springsteen song. I had a house and a job and my girl right, came what, home. What comment did I make? Um, you were mentioning that a life that, like, for example, the life that oh, Jimmy yeah. Buffett lived, if, sipping on margaritas. Yeah, if a life of the, being on the beach in the sun and sipping margaritas gets you 76 that gets years, you 76. I'll take that deal. All day. Ty, what about you? I'll take that deal. How about that? Oh, hell yeah, I'll take that I mean, deal. like, is there a better lifestyle? I mean, can we also no. talk about just the fact that, like... I don't know if he was on he, Epstein's flight logs, though. No, I didn't no, stop no, it. No, right, don't don't put that dirt on Jimmy. Right. No, I'm just saying, I'm just it's glad also, he was It's so perfect for him that he died on Labor Day weekend, you know, a three-day weekend holiday at the end of the summer yeah. dedicated to the beach and drinking. Pat, I think that's this just, is actually perfect. the perfect time and the perfect show to bring up a Jimmy Buffett personal story that you had with my brother. And your dad. <laughs> Do you want to tell that story real quick? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because um, this is actually a good one. <laughs> so we were, I think it was uh, right before I turned 21. It was probably a month or two before I turned 21. Your brother obviously is two years younger. Two years um, younger, yep. And we went to a Jimmy Buffett concert because you were working. You couldn't make it because yep. you are being a little bitch. I was being a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> Can't confirm. So, um, our, my parents got Jimmy Buffett tickets. We went to the Jimmy Buffett concert. We got hammered beforehand with my dad and my mom. Legendary. Uh, my sister was miserable. Uh, naturally. <laughs> and uh, so we get into the concert. Me and Pat are hammered. My dad grabs us a bunch of beers. We've, we've each got two big, like, gigantic cups of beer in our hands. Love that. And uh, this guy comes walking around. And keep in mind, this is a Jimmy Buffett concert. So everybody there is drunk. Smoking weed in the middle of the lawn oh, at yeah. PB&T. They're partying. Generally like, enjoying life. Yeah, it's yes. awesome. But he walks right up to Pat, <laughs> and he goes, hey, can I see your ID? Because ah. Pat, I mean, let's be honest. Your brother in college looked like he was still like 17. Yeah, he looked young. He's, still, so, he's got a baby face. No, he's got the stomach now, though. Yeah, the stomach <laughs> and the stash. <laughs> both questionable things. No, but uh, it's uh, so they walk right up to him, and he's like, uh, I don't know my idea on me. <laughs> oh, and, no. And my dad jumps right up and he's like, he's 21. He's 21. <laughs> he's my son. <laughs> and and uh, they're like, oh, like, what's his birthday? And my dad's like, 
<laughs> but it's like uh, uh, September uh, 11th for good measure. <laughs> well, no, he was trying to remember Pat's yeah. actual birthday and then also do the math to make sure he was 21. <laughs> Even though beforehand I'd said to him, say this just date. in case yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude that's so funny uh, but in the moment he completely forgot and i think pat and that got put in the drunk tank yeah so pat, pat and the uh, goddamn pat drunk literally tank. like they didn't card me for some reason i don't know why i guess i just looked older yeah probably but uh they didn't even ask me what my age was right. um because you you look professional with a beer in your hand you always have <laughs> sure you look like you've been there done that a couple times uh but they threw him in the drunk tank, and the guys that had him in the drunk tank were just making fun of him the whole time. They're like, "How old are you?" He's like, "Dude, he's like I've 19. been in this exact situation." <laughs> no, 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 but they're like, "What the fuck well, are you doing at a Jimmy Buffett concert?" Jimmy Buffett, and where the well, average honestly, age is 50. same clientele. <laughs> I just meant being in a drunk that's tank a and story. the people there making fun of you. No, I've been yeah. there, including police officers. But you know, that's a different, <laughs> yeah. that's a different topic. I'm not going to ask you if you want to fund them, defund them. I don't give a rat's ass, but you know, that's a very different podcast. All right, so rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, thank you for. Contributing to one of the most horrifying days of my brother's life, probably being in a no, drunk no, tank. No, no, he loved. He, Did he, he loves like telling. I that never story. really talked about it. He loves telling that story. All right, he well, was that's telling good. it on Sunday. I was always afraid to there. ask him about it, but now since Jimmy's dead, <laughs> I, we should have called him up and asked him to explain it in his words. Like, did did he get any cat calls from the people in the drunk tank? You know, I don't know. Did some weird shit go down uh, in the drunk tank? No, he, I think he's thinking he, too deep into it, man. He was just there, and you know that's what it was. And then they were like, "Hey, you can go now." And yeah. he was like, "Okay, thanks." I, I just think it's funny that like he got thrown in the drunk tank at a Jimmy Buffett concert. That's objectively hilarious. Well, I mean, they they literally kept saying to him, "What are you even doing here? <laughs> you are 19." But dude, that's a story that like, and I don't know if he's going to get the invite or not. But if he were to get the invite to his like memorial service or whatever <laughs> he would tell that story if he gives a speech at the funeral yeah if pat doyle you you eulogizes eulogized uh jimmy buffett cut that tie uh th- no i'm joking <laughs> but if he eulogizes jimmy buffett i'm sure that story is going to be paramount yeah that would really be the crowning <laughs> moment of jimmy buffett's life <laughs> i mean all right i could just see his R. family jimmy just like you know Really appreciating that little the little nugget. Anyway, uh, moving on to uh, Jimmy Buffett died. Smash Mouth. Do you, do we have anything to say about the Smash Mouth guy except I mean, for condolences to bummer. his family? <laughs> I mean, big bummer. I mean, I only know All Star because I, of I, Shrek. I, let's yeah. be yeah, honest. You knew Walking on the Sun. Walking on the Sun. You didn't know Walking on the Sun. Can you give us a little impromptu? Didn't. No, never mind. I don't know. Is that Into the Fire and Flames? I don't think I know it. I don't think I know it. I really, I really don't think I know it. But anyway, recipe <laughs> Smash Mouth guy. Um, let's see. Oh, wait, they they sing. Uh, Bob Dylan still alive. Well, they sing yes. another great song on the Shrek soundtrack. What's that? I then I'm I saw her face. Oh yeah, that's a cover I'm though. A yeah, that's yeah, the, monkeys. That's a, the monkeys. I knew it wasn't by them. I yeah. didn't know their yeah, version okay, is better than the monkeys' version, though. I will say it's a little more up tempo. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard the original, but I knew it was a cover. Yeah. Classic. All right. Anyway, the Phillies. Yeah. Well, the Phillies are. I don't know what the Phillies are, but they're, they're over objectively good. red hot. And I'm excited, and I'm. I just predicted. We, I just predicted this morning, a 1983 World <laughs> Series rematch, 40 years in the making. Baltimore Orioles, Philadelphia Phillies, game one of the World Series this year will be at Camden Yards. I, we we just said we pointed out last sick. week we were you know making fun of the fact we were like oh it seems like when the Phillies are good Sheamus isn't here. And now you're back, and the Phillies are still good. They're still good. They have a little bit of a uh, bullpen control issue, I would say. Yeah, yeah bullpen's been pretty fucking ass. I, I don't like the way they're performing lately, but, I mean, th- this is a bullpen that's been one of the most consistent and best in the league the I entire mean, season. I also think Rob's just trying to, like, save arms at this point. 
Which in the moment, all right, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. But Rob's like, um, how do you call it? Um, uh, rational thinking when it comes to the bullpen and saving them long term annoys me as a fan mid game. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? No, yeah, I totally get it. Like yeah. I'll curse him out and like, but in the back of my mind, I know, okay, he wants to save Kimbrel, he wants to save whoever. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: I think that the starting pitching is a lot to blame for this issue that we're having with the, with the bullpen. Man, that if they were a little more consistent throughout the first four or five months of the season mm-hmm. and did their job more consistent on a more consistent basis, this bullpen wouldn't be cooked in yeah. um, September. I mean, that no hitter cooked Michael Lorenzen. Well, Lorenzen's is, a different story. He, he cannot pitch in the in the postseason. And I was one of those guys that said when we acquired him, oh, the Phillies are acquiring all-star, you know, well, I mean, pitcher. Everyone he was, was an all-star because he was everyone, a Tiger. Everyone was Let's very high on it after that. No, Obviously, how could you not be? That was I mean, electric. Yeah. I mean, that's the second best ever, thing as a pitcher you could do. It was because they took the Vans. The, the Vax? The Vans. Oh, uh, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they did. Well, Lorenzen probably did not take the Vax, let's be honest. But, you know, whatever. I don't want to speak on he, the man's he needs, behalf. He needs his cleats back. But, yeah, he does need the cleats back. Uh, in, no, but on a serious, all, no, seriousness, though, play. he... I, in the world's... In the, in the playoffs. I, I uh, Dude, wh- it, it, they have to put him on the roster. All right, is he going to come out well, of the bullpen? He can't be in the rotation. I mean, is he pitching a little better and more consistent than Taiwan Walker? Well, he's another one that I'm worried about. I would rather... I mean, to me, I look at those two as the same. I would give the edge to Taiwan Walker because I feel like he's, I guess been, you have he's been better for the whole year. Well, we've seen him better. Yeah. But Lorenzen also had a decent year in Detroit before he came here. Right. So it's like, I don't know how their numbers... I know Lorenzen I mean, has a lower ERA yeah, but than also, Taiwan Walker. But I don't know. I trust Walker more. He's no, I understand. I, I we're we're getting to the point. Here longer, but like, we're getting to the point yeah. where I only we're going into the playoffs, and right now I'm not trying to be negative because it's like a it's a good point in the season. You're allowed to be, a little but bit. like we're gonna be going into the playoffs, possibly only trusting one of our starting pitchers, and that would be Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler, because Ranger Suarez is just inconsistent when he's when he's on, he's on when he's cold, oh, but he's, he's got ice water in his veins uh, in the playoffs. Aaron, Aaron, I hate I hate when Aaron people say Nola that about is him. just you. You can't trust him. No, you can't. And he's then an Taiwan and he's a jerk. Taiwan Walker and Michael Lorenzen both kind of. Who knows? No, I know it, it's Taiwan, a, it's a decision that they're going to have to make. I still think Rob Thompson, and he did say it on um, the WIP Morning Show when he was interviewed a couple weeks ago or last week or something. Uh, I think the camera asked him, "Hey, listen, are is Aaron Nola going to be in that playoff rotation? He said, Obviously. absolutely. I mean, it's uh, yes, yeah, because he's to. got the track record. He did well in the playoffs last season, except for that game against, I want to say, San Diego when he got lit up. But other than that, in the playoffs, he was fine until the World Series. I mean, the biggest thing it's going to come down to is just that the offense doesn't find itself getting into a game like they did yesterday, for example. Like, who did the, who, who did the Padres even have on the mound? That was frustrating. Uh, a a 23-year-old... A, a bad pitcher you know. goes out there and and gets the fucking Phillies, which maybe it's a bit of shooting themselves in the foot to ground in, like, what? How many double plays? A or? lot. They got... They got well, a runner Nick, to second Nick base alone, twice. Yes, yeah. double plays. That well, was crazy. We, we need to <laughs> have like, Nick Castellanos like, discussion too. You can't afford when the offense is on. It's amazing, and we all know that. But when it's not on, it's really, really. Bad. I agree with that, Vince. But Bruce Harper's what? I don't know what he. I don't know what he. He, he got a knock today. today. He right? got a knock today. Yeah, but but this is where where I'll pose this argument to you. The Phillies' offense during the course of the regular season all year has been inconsistent. August was their best. Month, I mean, offensively, obviously, they hit a record amount of home runs. And, you know, the ball was just flying out of the ballpark. 
And I think on paper, we went into the season looking at that lineup saying, oh, yeah, like they can easily do this more than one time out of the course of the season. But that's just not how baseball goes. They're not all going to be hot at the same time. And this year you saw that. None of them were hot simultaneously. And they're still in uh, in, in a good position in the standings. The other thing, too, I think, is they had a lot of home games in August. Lots of home games, yes. Um, Which they love playing in front of this crowd. Yeah, so they, except like, for JT Romuto, by the way. Well, His splits are insane. Home, home versus road. <laughs> and Rob Thompson literally said, oh, yeah, well, he's got kids here. It's like, well... I mean, do other people have children? No. I guess not. No, JT's no. the only one that's a good goddamn dad is what I'm told by Topper. <laughs> he said it. But Vince, I like the one thing about the inconsistent offense, I grant it, like that's true, obviously. Anyone could see that. But in the playoffs, in a playoff atmosphere, I do not worry about this offense. I, I just really don't. I agree. Yeah. Especially at Citizens Bank Park, they're going to have home field advantage in the wild card, and that's probably about it. Uh, because you f- you figure the divisional series and the championship series, they're probably going to be against teams with a better record. Maybe not. I, I, the CS for sure, because you imagine that's going to be Atlanta, I guess, because we will play them in the championship series, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I can't look too far ahead. But let's say we don't have home field advantage in rounds two and three. Then, I'd honestly rather not. Yeah. I mean, last year worked out for us Yeah, fuck until dude. the World Series. Yeah, but that was also just we were outmatched yeah. in the World Series. I mean, but do you agree with like that the offense should be the least of your concerns entering the playoffs, considering where they're at with their rotation and now their shaky bullpen? So in a weird way, the offense is the it, it, this is my rationale. The offense is the best part of the team, obviously. Yes. The reason why it's my biggest concern going into the playoffs is because I'm concerned about the fact that they don't there's no room for error with the offense in the playoffs because the other parts of the team are kind of because the pitching you don't oil. know if they're, if they're going to hold up and so you have to sort so the offense is going to have to go all out and we've seen plenty plenty of instances where guys freeze up or go cold for a long time or just games in general like yesterday again use that as an example where the whole offense just freezes up and if you have a game like that against an Atlanta or against an LA, like you're cooked. Yeah, you're cooked. Uh, you're because like those are going to be series that you know if the Phillies are truly at their best for most of it, like one game where the Phillies lay an egg, it, it ends that series. Yeah, that's true. And and I think with the rotation and the bullpen being the way that they are, it makes the right. offense put more pressure on themselves so to perform. So does that and make then sense they to choke. you? The offense is the best part, but they're also my biggest concern because of how small the margin for error now, is going I, I to be. To- I totally get it. I, I, I 100% get it. Um, I think, however, that the Phillies on their, I won't say their worst offensive day because you know we've seen them get no hit quite a bit lately <laughs> in the past two years, including on the biggest stage and the biggest game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, it, at their worst, hypothetically, or uh, metaphorically speaking, at their worst, I still think that they're a much better offense, even at their worst, than say the Cubs, who you might play in the wild card. Oh, I I think making so it I'm has, not worried about round one. I think making it out of the wild card is a lock. I I'm not trying to lock. be like hockey, but I think that's no. A lock. I think if you look at the standings and you look at the teams that are surrounding the Phillies and that are going to be in that position, like a Miami, who by the way just lost Sandy. Um, Arizona, who totally fell off a cliff in the yeah. second half. San Francisco, don't need to even explain I anything they're further. Uh, they're, they're just cooked. They have, a, they have a horrible manager that likes coconut oil. That's your boy. Yeah, dude, he's terrible. <laughs> I mean, he is absolutely horrendous. He, uh, he's just bad. But like, if you look at the competition in the wild card, it's like... It's pretty light. If the Phillies lose a wild card series, then I, will, I, I won't know what to say. Yeah, Something I mean, catastrophic would have had to happen. Fi- 
a Jimmy Buffett death like experience <laughs> would have had to the go Phillies down. have done crazier things than like lose to a bad team, but I don't expect it. I just don't expect it with home field advantage yeah. in October. Yeah, and listen, I do agree that like the home field advantage thing is is big for Philadelphia. For Philly, it is. But like when you're in a series with in Atlanta. Like this year, and I don't know everyone will be like, "Oh, we beat them last year." Yeah, and that dude, that's going to be more. Man, I, I don't know if it's foolish on my part, which the rational side of side of my brain says, "Yeah, you're being an idiot." Have you watched any of the Braves games at all? Have you watched a singular Braves highlight this year? And I would still say my irrational side of my brain says they don't want to play us. You think Atlanta wants to play us? So it's like I do have a cockiness and an arrogance I, towards the Atlanta I do Braves. I think it's also fair to say. Atlanta will have a fire lit under their ass if we play them because and of last year. About, yeah, like, not, again, business. I'm not saying that means it's a definite loss for the Phillies, but it's something to consider that the the in a hypothetical scenario where the uh, I was about to say the Astros, the Braves oh, and God. the I was about to say Atlanta. Altuve hit three homers. Where Atlanta, the Braves and the Phillies match up in the playoffs at some point. In that hypothetical. Atlanta is going to be going into that with a bunch of bulletin board material like these guys beat us last year. We got to get ours back like that should have been us in the World Series. All this and that. That's what they're going to tell themselves. And that's going to be a fire lit under them to come out and play hard. The Phillies are going to have to match that. Yeah, that's true. And uh, barring Ronald Acuna Jr. getting kidnapped in the middle of a game, <laughs> you know, I think the Phillies are going to have to worry about uh, the Atlanta Braves rationally. So, yeah, I mean, they're um, arguably the best team in baseball. So. But bes- All right, let's go. I would assume that, Vince, you're most concerned about the Atlanta Braves. And I'm not talking about a potential World Series matchup because to me, it National League versus American League in the World Series, it's a, you know, don't even think about that until you're there. Yeah. Uh, matchups wise. But I'm saying we need to have an idea of who we're going to play if we advance in the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, like they're built to do. Atlanta would be the team that you're most afraid of facing in the National League. I think so, with the Dodgers, like also being like a close number two. But Atlanta's just that lineup is no, they're just, a juggernaut. It's ridiculous. Man. They're an absolute juggernaut. I mean, dude, I. I just don't want to imagine, let's say, again, I don't know exactly how the games would line up away and on the road. If Aaron Nola starts a playoff game in Atlanta, he might give up like 13 home runs. And then Dylan Covey's going to get playoff innings. Exactly. Uh, I mean, dude, that is my <laughs> like, that worries me. nightmare. That very much worries me. I agree, dude. I'm right there with you. And I mean, it's not like Aaron Nola doesn't throw homers at, at home either, Like, but that lineup is just... Like you said, it's a juggernaut. Now their pitching is still pretty good, but like their obviously pitching, I'm not too. I'm like whatever, dude. They, they, right. they got Strider, they got Charlie, but it's gonna be a. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a series of which offense can actually be consistent. Oh, I 100 like in in a yeah. Phillies Braves hypothetical series. It's going to be whoever outslugs the And not the to sound like a broken record, that's why I worry about the Phillies a little bit in a situation like that because we've seen their offense be inconsistent more. And now I'm not watching every Atlanta Braves game by any stretch well, of the I'm means. I'm pretty sure that they're, they haven't been inconsistent all year. I that's think what I mean. They haven't had like more than two, three-game losing streaks or something. Right. I, don't quote me on that, but they've been dominant all season. Right. And like don't get me wrong, I'm sure Bryce is going to like turn it on in the playoffs. Like I fully after last year. Yeah, I'm not worried him, about Harper. Like, you don't see their best players falling into like 0 for 19 stretches. No. Um I, I think a lot of the postseason consent uh, uh success uh hinges on the performance of JT Real Muto. 
Because when yeah. he's swinging it like he's, he is now, he just hit another bomb to dead center again. He hit the scoreboard in Milwaukee. I mean, when this guy's going good, when his timing's yeah, good, crazy. he's got that stupid leg kick that drives me crazy because it throws him off his timing. He has no rhythm when he's when he's out of whack like that. It's like Odubel Herrera out there, you know, just God knows what the hell he's doing. He's got 17 leg kicks and all. But when JT is going right offensively, I mean, he's a guy that, that ignites a yeah. spark in this offense. While we're talking about like things going right for the offense, I feel like you know you haven't been here in a while just because we took a couple weeks off. And yeah, you missed last week. So like yeah. the last time you were here, I mean Trey Turner is like a whole different player at this point. Yeah, it, it's it's really amazing the um, turnaround. I mean he's going to eclipse twenty five, possibly thirty. I feel runs. like ever since we had the conversation. And at the time, this was very true of last year, Costi versus this year, Trey right. saying last year, Costi was probably better ever since that conversation kind of uh, came up in our group chat. And we had Trey that said, hold people, my beer. Trey has completely sucked all of the life from Castellano's season. I mean, like not obviously I'm being, you know, no, it is kind of crazy, though, because he is hitting around 230 since the All-Star break, he, Castellanos. He's. Uh, Trey's only like five points below his batting average. Yeah, it's a, it's unbelievable. He's hitting what mid sixty or mid two sixties. Yeah, I mean, it's Kyle Schwarber's one that's hitting literally sixty. Kyle Schwarber is the but, most fascinating baseball player of all time. But seriously, staying on Trey though, real quick. Yeah. By the way, congratulations. Uh, he just uh, had a kid. Oh, I did not know. And, he just gave birth. Yeah. And apparently. Um, the baby was conceived on the day. Oh wait, yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> that they announced the yeah. Phillies had signed him to that mega exactly deal. Exactly nine years. So to the listen, day. Trey got busy. He got paid. He got busy. But congratulations to Trey. Hopefully, this you know little child doesn't affect your play because then I will not <laughs> like this little child. I'm mad that all of y'all calculated the exact time when he got paid. Oh, we didn't. Do and it. when the baby listen, came, I will give That's a disturbing. To I will nine months to Twitter. the day. Ty, I will give a shout out to uh, MLB trade rumors for the weirdness. Because they're the ones I, I first saw it from uh, MLB trade rumors. I heard it on part of my take. I'll give credit to that. But yeah, I mean Trey's been unbelievable. And listen, man, it's a, it's what we needed. It's what we signed him for. If I were to tell you in let's say June, early Even June, July. early June <laughs> or July, that Trey Turner would have his batting average up in the mid two sixties and be on pace for thirty home runs, I mean that. But that just goes to show you the the type of player that Trey Turner is. The the one word, and everyone uses it with Trey, but he is dynamic. I mean, the guy yeah. is, he's unbelievable. He has 17 errors defensively that is continuing to uh, haunt him, including eight throwing errors. I, I really but, think we should. I mean, we float. got him for offensive purposes. I, w- I would love to see them just give a shot at swapping him and stop. Dude, I wish uh, they would defensively. do it. And I tweeted that out of anger after the latest throwing error the other night in, um, I think it was San Diego or I, I saw people Milwaukee. giving you shit for that, and it's like, someone said like, what are you going to take his bat out? It's like, no one said take him out of well, the lineup, you I mean, that, that must have been just a troll that said, oh, you're, you, you want to get Trey out of the lineup? I'm like, no, I simply want them to switch positions, but That's whatever. Uh, but however, there was a good argument made by a um, by one of my Twitter followers that said, hey, listen, he was very rational, very nice, which I'm open to. He said, listen, Stott's having a great year at second base. He's comfortable there. He's having an unbelievable offensive season. He's playing well, like very good defense, borderline gold glove defense at second base. Do you really want to take him out of his comfort zone now and just when the playoffs rolls around. That's what if fair. that messes with his head? I know he held down the fort at shortstop last season. That's why I'm saying to myself, yeah, but he did the job last year. So I don't know. But that is a decent argument against swapping Turner and Stott, which, listen, 
They're not going to do that. Well, no, I but, also think you do that. You take Trey out, like out of the, his game too. Try no, and, and that's like, a good point. Try and, uh, next but, year. And I, I totally understand that. We just fucking fixed no, I know. him. We don't need to do it. <laughs> but like in the moment, like going back to being emotionally involved in games, like in the moment, pitch by pitch, when you see Trey Turner make his 17th hour of the season, you're frustrated in that moment. Yeah. And it's... but. If Trey Turner's going to give me 30 homers a year and hit 300 going forward for the next, say, five years and commit 20 hours a season, I'm fine with that. They, yeah. Speaking of, like, <laughs> defensive... <laughs> I mean, speaking of defensive moves, like, if we're talking about the the playoffs and the a Phillies lineup that is, like, their, their number one, like, all the guys are playing where they're supposed to, like, not a game where, like, okay, we had to sit this guy, but just, like, the first game of the playoffs, the lineup I need to see... We need Bryce what at first. Got? We need Bryce at first. Oh. Because Kyle Schwarber has 100%. to be I want some combination of, you know, uh, Rojas at center or Marsh and left and, you know, obviously Cassie at Rojas right. slash Port Pache, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. If one he, of the two. I think they should put him on a playoff. One roster. of the two of them. But, like, you can't have Kyle Schwarber out there. No. You need Bryce to be at your first baseman in the, in the playoffs. Dude, if there's a definite, which there is, there's a definition for everything out there, but, you know, with the internets and all. But if there's a definition for defensive liability... Just put a picture of Kyle Schwarber out there. Yeah, it's bad. Unless he's making his diving catches. You never know, man. Or, or that. Or he's jumping up to the top of the wall for no fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, but remember that game <laughs> where there was a can of corn to left field and he just totally missed and the Phillies <laughs> ended up losing that ball game in the ninth or tenth inning? Yeah. So it's like, that's what that's what he gives you most of the time. Like, I, I don't know. They ha- they've done it, like, every so often, but, like, I need more Bryce at first for that reason. I hope they're saving it, you know, to mainly use it in the playoffs. Well, uh, I mean, they've they've just been resting him more because his back's giving him issues still. Yeah, he's yeah. been having those back spasms, and you There's know, not I, much you can do about that. Harper's health is that franchise's number one priority, obviously. Right. And I think that Vince, they want to win a title. John Middleton wants to win a title. Dabrowski wants. They, they all do. That whole team after being in you know two two wins away from a championship last year, they're hungry for a title. I doubt that they're going to field a. A defense of Kyle Schwarber in left no, field. Yeah. I, I just because that gives you unless Harper like has less of a chance to win catastrophic setback with his back, and that would be the only thing He's is Har- if, if Harper can't do it, <laughs> then he can't do it. But yeah. I don't see any world in which let's say we're in the NLDS. Harper's going to play first base game one, DH game two, first game one, or you know, you know what I mean, and so on and so forth. Yeah. That's just not a playoff thing to do. It's not, no. So it's all contingent on Harper's health, but I agree with you. Their best shot to win is with Schwerber um, not playing defense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I, you can barely you can barely even call what he does now is playing defense. No, I th- I you know what I call it defense, but like how like the British spell it like D E F E N C E instead of <laughs> S E. You know what I'm saying? Why, like why is that? Because you know the British do everything you know kind of backwards. Because we we have evolved as an American culture, <laughs> they still use words oh that God. are like from like the 1330s. Well, they, they created the language. That we yeah, speak. I know they are smarter than us, and that's why. But no, no, in no, all no, seriousness, no, no, no. don't say that. No, but you know how there's like two defenses and like two like uh, there's other Welcome shit. To grammar 101 with the shameless. But yeah, the, the British other shit. <laughs> the British and Canadians do shit different. I'm not really yeah. hating. But yeah, Schwarber does not play what well, good defense. Uh, hot take, yeah. But you know what, dude? Like, and uh, I, I know it. Like, dude, I, I tweeted something, and this is very controversial because people think I hate Alec Bohm, and which is totally bizarre. I mean, well, you do. 
I love Alec Boone. You Boone. used to? so like No, I never used to hate Alec Boone. You've hated Alec Boone for years No, now. I haven't. I said he I wish the guy... And you were like, dude, I wish he died. If I have to fucking explain this one more time, Vince... What the hell? If I have to explain he this... Was, he wanted Alec Boone to die No, No, year. I didn't. Stop spreading <laughs> fake news. You're the fake news mafia media, the whatever. Media. The, the little Ron DeSantis, Meatball Ron, let me <laughs> tell you. Ron DeSantis. Dr. Dr. Jill Biden, not even a doctor. I hate Alec Boone. And here's the Trump impersonation <laughs> anyway, for the day. Well, you know, whatever. He's got to make sure you get some of those in. Yeah, Trump. But, um... <laughs> fuck that guy. But uh, he does bring good content to me, so maybe I'll vote for him just for that. No, I'm just kidding. But um, anyway. For the content. But for, the co- for the pod. <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? No, Alec Boehm, okay? Why you don't hate Alec Boehm? I do well, not hate, Alec, hate Boehm. Alec Boehm. No. Yeah. I, I think with a guy as big and strong and powerful as him, he should be able to hit a few more balls out of the ballpark. And so that's been him? my only gripe with him besides his horrendous defensive play. But I did tweet out something earlier, like a couple days ago, that said, the Alec Bohm, like fandom, <clears throat> is starting to morph into a fringe Reese Hoskins cult. Um, Meaning, I say one bad thing about Alec Bohm. How dare you? He's a great third baseman. And like, dude, like this one guy sent me like a screenshot because I tweeted, wow, great swing by Bohm there. This. We need him to do be more consistent like this. This is awesome. This is the Alec Bohm that I want. He screenshots something from like months ago that said, "But bro, like you I fucking s- hate look, look here, look here. You said you would trade Alec Boone for Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Guilty as charged, brother. Guilty as charged. How dare you want to trade a guy for a player that's I mean, definitely better? Yeah, honestly, Nolan Arenado is going to go down as one of the greatest third basemen of all time. I mean, not Boom, the greatest because Michael Jack Schmidt. That was Trump saying Mike Schmidt, by the way." Um, thank you, Donald. No, you got to do the bar can if you're gonna do Michael Jack Schmidt. Michael Jack Schmidt, <laughs> welcome into Philly's post game live, Ricky Bowlogger up. Oh shit! But anyway, that was Michael Barkan. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, I have a um, what, what the hell's his name? Ty, uh, the the former, uh, maybe still a current columnist. Uh, Kern, what's his first name? Something Kern. Anyway, he works for the uh, for the Enquirer. <laughs> what about him? Uh, I have a good Kern impersonation too. He's like an obscure scribe, a columnist. <laughs> He's only on the radio when Jody Mack and like Glenn Mack now are on. You are, like, oh, I know you, you are. About yeah, you know what I'm saying, Kern. They're like, oh, let's go to Jim Kern. I think his name's Jim. He's going to talk to us about what the Eagles were like in the 40s. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do have a good current impersonation. But since none of let's you know who the fuck yeah, he is, I'm not gonna do you it. could say whatever, and I wouldn't know. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, um, I'm not doing it. You have to. I'm not doing it. All right, Alpha. I can do a Jody Mack. Mac man, I'm Jody Mac. Welcome into WIP. I used to be in the Mets' son, uh, general manager's son. All right, the the Jody Mac slander would not be tolerated. There's no brother. slander. Uh, t- all right, imitation <laughs> is the highest form of flattery. Okay, Only it's the highest. Right, I could do a Barchard. I'm gonna flatter him. <laughs> the Cubs are going to go all the way, Vince Quinn. I do think Wendell Smallwood's good. I think the Eagles oh, are going to beat Wendell Dallas Smallwood. both times, but somehow lose to Arizona. That, that was, one was of the most crazy. Horrific I've ever seen that in my that life. was one of the worst tweets. Well, I've let's ever get seen. to the Philly right, stuff. Bell and the Bourbon, uh, check them out. But um, <laughs> yeah, great podcast. Great podcast. Even though their host just disagree me. with that one take. And the other host is a Cubs fan. But um, <laughs> at least they have Ty. He was like the only normal one on that goddamn show. And they but, have the love of your life. Yeah, who's the love of my life? Taylor. Taylor. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even think he's still involved in this anymore. I never see the guy. <laughs> He only calls me when the rent's yeah, due. Yeah, if Seamus hasn't seen you, you're <laughs> dead to him. So. Yeah. 
I mean, seriously, dead to me. Shout out Noah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I do think that uh, Alec Bohm's a good player. Would I have traded him for Nolan Arenado? A Hall of Famer, sure. <laughs> Who wouldn't trade? A fucking stroke. But like, so. is that like in? in, in no, you're. Was you're that right. the own that that guy thought it was? Like, no, I are, guess they are like, getting to a point where they're well, like being. And crazy I don't now. take offense to like the twenty-year-old and twenty-one-year-old girls that are obsessed with Alec Boehm because he's hot. Like, I I get it. Like, you don't kn- like there like him is. for his play. There it is. You think that he's <laughs> attractive, which I totally get. Do you like, also think that? For example, I think Paige Baranek, she might suck at golf or whatever the hell she plays, but well, I, I will always like I will golfer. always cheer for her, Vince. I don't think she's And like, I will always come to her honor when she she's she a, a pro. pro. No, she, she was. was. Yeah, oh, she I was didn't do, know that. Yeah, she was doing strokes on my uh <laughs> on my Instagram timeline. <laughs> what are we doing? I wasn't. She was. But uh yeah, I Yes, so, you were. <laughs> That commercial comes on and Seamus has to go to the bathroom for five minutes. Well, actually, the bad thing is I oh, hear God. the music and then sometimes it's just the guy dancing and not Paige. I'm like, oh, God, I'm already hot and heavy. Looks this like is, I got to go is, this way. This is crazy. But, um, <laughs> Batman couldn't beat that information out of me. I am Batman. What but, the uh, fuck is going on in this show? Nothing. Seamus, you come Shamus back Shamus and all hell breaks loose. No, it's dude, the best I, thing ever. I, I, do, I do the best I can, Ty. I do the best I can. I really do. All right, so that's all I got on the Phillies. Yeah, so... Um, uh, Danny so to Green. recap, to recap, Seamus hates Alec Boom. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> you want to run with that narrative? Go ahead. It's too late. We've already run with, with it. With your fake news narrative, that was Ron DeSantis. So, uh, <laughs> Danny Green. I have a Nikki Alien impersonation. <laughs> no. Want? Stop. <laughs> All right. I have a Dr. Er, oh, Dr. Ben Carson impersonation. You ready for this? <laughs> Dr. Ben Carson, can I ask you a Oh, sorry. Can I, also uh, be mistaken uh, I love for Trump. Seamus yeah. <laughs> needs his own uh, show of just doing impersonations. Uh, I'm Joe Biden, and I uh, spoke with uh, right, McConnell, who's a good friend of mine. Th- um, th- sure, sure, he's a robot, and he just freezes randomly, like, like when you when you pause your All TV right, and Seamus, he freezes. Seamus, this one's bad. Joseph Robinette Biden. Do you think Joe Biden knows what a TV is? No. <laughs> no. I don't think he even knows what like a pretzel is, to be honest with you. Anyway, I, uh, a, I'm going to wait for Seamus to get done with his <laughs> impersonations. Uh, let me do one more Dan Baker while we're on it. <laughs> now batting for the Phillies, Mickey Morandini. I don't know who that is. You don't know who the, like, know one who of the Mickey best Marandini? second baseman in Phillies history is? Wow. This is unbelievable. You never heard Harry Cowell say, Mickey Morandini <laughs> with a line drive double down the left field line. Baseball was a sport I didn't start caring about until like, 2006. Did you see his face while he was doing that Harry Cow's impression? Well, dude, yeah, yeah. It, dude, doing Harry like Cow's is like hard. He looked like a fucking Dementor in Harry Potter. Well, dude, it's hard. It's hard. It's like sucking the soul out of someone. Dude, a Harry Cow's impersonation is hard because your vocal cords get like shoved up to your face, and it's it's just the whole thing. And you just look like a psycho. And you look like a Did psycho. You do it again. Long towering drive <laughs> driven to deep left center field. This Watch this baby way out of here. This certainly doesn't hit the same for the bad audio viewers because they can't see his face. So this run is bad. Home run. Oh man. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I can't breathe you're, right you're now. You're the one that's in charge here, so and I'm dizzy. But you wanted to talk to Into the Green Room, which is another uh, podcast, and we, yeah, we, we don't Danny get free plug. I'd rather have the host. I, I like the host better. He's not the Chris host. Chris Haynes? No, he's not. Chris Haynes is the host. Oh, I've never no. listened. And to the you podcast. better jot that down. 
Then why would it be called the Green because Room? Because Chris Haynes controls the whole thing because he's a good media guy, and Danny Green doesn't know what the hell he's doing. The only NBA player dude. podcast I listen to is uh, dude, this podcast is, this, this is like the one time I ever watched the Danny Green Wait, you one. you listen to the Pat Bev show? No. Dude, it was literally Chris Haynes like talking to Danny Green saying, so, uh, like, ask him good questions. Like, uh, so Embiid's fat sometimes. Uh, why do you think that is? And, and he was just be like, you know, Joel Embiid's a great player. And it's just like, oh, thanks, dude. Like, I didn't know that. <laughs> I had to watch your goddamn podcast to know that Joel Embiid's a good player. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back, Danny Green. <laughs> I'm, I, for one, think this moves the needle. <laughs> what needle? What, backwards? <laughs> yeah, the one that we get eliminated in the first round this time. Yeah. This makes me want to move the needle into my arm to carry out the... Uh, like a syringe? No, like the, uh, the the shit that kills you. You're talking about heroin, heroin, fentanyl. Uh, what? Euthanasia? Yeah, euthanasia. Euthanasia. That, that's what it moves the needle. Yeah. Because wh- what the fuck are they doing? I thought you were going to go heroin. No, I'm, it doesn't make me want to get high. It makes me want to kill myself. Well, I mean, let's, you know, that's kind of the same thing. But, um, you know, <laughs> slowly but surely. Um, anyway, yeah, Danny Green, Pat Bev, Mobamba, what are your thoughts? I think are there any Harrell. thoughts to be had? I think the thought to be had is they're all going to fix James Harden. <laughs> you know how, like, Taylor Swift sings about you can't fix any man? Well, I think Pat Bev can fix a man. I think I know Pat Bev can fix a man, and that man he's going to fix is James Harden. James Harden. Pat Bev was brought into Philadelphia by Daryl Morey, that fraud, loser, arrogant, bloated. uh, He looks like a fish. He looks like one of those blowfish. I'm not Hootie. Hootie's a good blowfish. Um, No, but seriously, I mean, this guy he brings in Pat Bev. Wait, wait, wait. I don't. I don't think Hootie is a blowfish. I think he's just just among the blowfish. Okay, so he owns the blowfish. Yes. Okay. Hootie owns the blowfish. I mean, Hootie owns my world, to be honest with you. But uh, please, please wrap him in bubble wrap. If we ever lose him, God, God knows what I'm going to do to myself. But um, (laughs) yeah, Pat Bev was brought here by James Harden. Here's my theory, or by James Harden, by Daryl Morey, because he knows he's tight with James Harden. Their moms are best friends. And I think he wants Pat Bev to uh, to fix James Harden and make him stay. What's he going to do to fix him? He's going to sing the Coldplay song <laughs> to him, the, the fix you one. I will try to fix you. And then tears start streaming down Harden's face. And then Pat Bev's, when you lose something, you cannot replace. What are, what are we doing here? I think Pat Bev was brought here. Are you high? No. I thought Pat Bev was brought here. You're high right now. I thought Pat this Bev. This is insane. Pat Bev was brought here to keep Harden around. Okay. Prove me wrong. Okay. I so if the, so, you said, oh, but what is the outlook on the Sixers I, this I year do, then? I do think I James think, is right. I think if James Harden is here, then the fucking Sixers have a shot. Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah. Yes, you're wrong. How? James Harden being on this team brings the chances down, actually. I mean, they made it to the playoffs last year with him. Wow! And they made the playoffs and, and couldn't and make it past the second round again. Yeah, but he actually performed Woo-hoo! well. All regular. I'm just saying, if James Harden's on your team, it's better than James Harden not being on your team. And not in this situation. Uh, James you, Harden. I'm saying if he's fixed by his teammates <laughs> and convinced yeah, to but stay. That's a fucking idiotic thing to think. Why the fuck? Do you think James Harden and his ego that's the size of this room is going to be like this room is oh, not that Patrick big? Bever- Patrick, this, this room's not Patrick that big. Beverly's here now. Let, closet, me, be- let me behave. No, I mean, listen, I I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying maybe that was part of the pro- oh, thought no, process with Daryl Morey, Morey was trying to, to try to, hey, let's have this guy fix the mess or, that I created. Or, and, and stick with me here, Daryl Morey just didn't have a plan for this offseason. I, I don't know that. I don't, listen, I think he's a fraud, and I will always say he's a fraud, but I think he had a plan. The, what the fuck was the plan? <laughs> that Harden would opt in and that he would be happy here. Yeah, that's a horrible plan. That's a horrible plan. That was not that, the original that's plan. That's all I'm saying, man. 
I don't know. Shame what was I the original you plan? Hated the original plan is I they were going to give Harden a max if he played well enough, but he didn't. Nah, that's true. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe hard, or maybe more. He didn't have a plan. But if that if that's the case, you certainly have a competition. pants. He was like, when, once it got to the playoffs, and, uh, they shit the bed. He was like, well, I guess I can't pay James Harden. What do I do now? So this is like I look at this season when they signed Danny Green. Like I I, I tweeted something out. I was like, this season, if it goes like the way that it's looking like Harden's not going to play, he's going to end up traded, all this. There's no James Harden, no replacement for James Harden. This season is clearly a a wash. I mean, yeah, for lack a of a better term, it's a punt. And, I and they're going to come the back and sign free agents next next season. And everyone keeps saying do. that, but who? Well, they can trade for they can trade they can trade for players too and try to th- Vince, uh, that's all I'm saying. I think they're using this season to like it, it's going to be a punt like Pat said. Right. And they're going to try to build uh, with free agents yes. and acquire talent via trade. But I don't know for next what year. free agents everyone thinks we're going to sign. I don't know either. I'm not a GM. Name me the last big free agent that signed in Philadelphia. The Sixers. Most Spates. The Sixers. Oh, Mo- um, yeah, most Spates. Uh, let me see. Nope. Got NBA basketball. DeAndre Jordan. Typically speaking, <laughs> NBA Willie, Willie Cauley-Stein. <laughs> Jimmy Butler did technically sign here. Willie Cauley-Stein Cauley signed here. And then he look how quickly he won it out. No, 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 no. You didn't understand what I said. He did technically sign here. And then we traded him as part of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> so, no, but, like, my no, po- no, but you bought up the Sixers. What the hell is your solution then? There, Seamus, there's no solution. You have to have some analysis. I, like, what, like, what would you do? I mean, if I'm da- happy. If you're Daryl Morey, what would you do right now? Right now. What would you do? I don't know, Seamus. I'm not an NBA executive. That's not the that's not the conversation I'm trying to have. I'm trying to oh. analyze what they have done. Okay. I know. I know. What's he, that? He's going to eat a crumble cookie. He's going to eat a crumble cookie. <laughs> That's that's what he's and been Tobias doing. Tobias Harris's season. house. That's what he's been doing this offseason. He's been working in the crumble kitchen, making crumble cookies and eating them. Are we talking about Maury? Yes. Oh, my, he sure looks like my it. My point <laughs> is, I don't know who everyone thinks they're just magically going to sign because they have money when players don't choose to come here. Like, yeah, James Harden wanted to come here because and he came through a trade. So I know he didn't sign, but like people will be like, oh, well, that look how quickly he wants out. Guys don't just choose to come to Philadelphia. They all want to play in L.A. or Miami. Why the fuck would they want to play in a city that, like, in a lot of ways, people consider to be like just the little brother to New York? You're forgetting the fact that Tyrese Maxey created coronavirus so that he could come to Philadelphia. So Tyrese won the Oh shit! <laughs> he was on the great. Never forget that day at Barnaby's, man. <laughs> the day the world died. Me and Pat are sitting there having a drink, eating some uh, Manoa Tavern or whatever the fuck Tavern Chicken it's called. <laughs> And uh, we see Ru- Rudy Gobert tested positive, and the rest Touching of the games are canceled. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. But yeah, back to the Sixers, Vince. Um, they're wh- fucked. Like, why are you like? I'm over it. Like, do you do you have any expectations for the season? Yeah, that they're gonna lose in the second round again. Or I'm earlier. actually I'm actually praying on their downfall this year. I want them to make the play-in game, win the first play-in game, and then lose the second play-in game. I think that'd be funny. What about best. Ben Simmons saying he's open to coming back to Philadelphia? Well, you That's missed absurd. that last week. Can you that imagine if, stupid. like, in an alternate universe, Ben Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid do end up winning a championship here <laughs> in, like, two years? It's plausible. Can you imagine ben that? Ben Simmons still just doesn't own up to, like, everything, so I don't... The, the, uh, the I whole, also think... That think, whole interview was terrible. I that think was that pl- Yeah, that was... I think, one, that was just a puff. You think he was two, trolling? No, I don't think he was trolling. I think he was doing it as a ploy to, like get sympathy back. Yeah, no, it's possible. People. That's entirely And be possible. like, hey, I didn't actually hate Philly. I wasn't like a huge crybaby. That wasn't me. Like, that was a it different was, guy. It was the organization's fault. It was Doc Rivers' fault for calling me a bitch at the after, after the uh, I couldn't make any foul shots. And kicking him out of practice because he had a cell phone in his pocket. No, no, no. I'm talking about the original issue. Oh, yeah. 
Like, the reason he left was because Doc Rivers questioned him. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just think that was him trying to fucking, like, gain attention. Like, obviously, put the spotlight on himself again, because that's, that's all he true. cares about. I personally think it's because he knows there's nobody else out there that really wants him. And that's the reason why oh, he's I like, agree. oh, please, Philadelphia, please yeah. take me back. Because let's be honest here. If Brooklyn could get rid of him, they would. Oh, 100%. No, it already would have been done. <laughs> I mean, how many minutes was he, also, he averaging at the end of, at the tail end of last season? He has no self-awareness. Like, the, like any time he's given a chance to, like... I don't think he was asked this question exactly, but if it's like, you know, Ben, like people talk about your game and like what you could add to your game. Like, what do you think like was holding your game back? And he'll answer that question with like a, oh, did you guys forget that I was like an all-star and like all defense? Like he doesn't own up to any of his sh- very many shortcomings as a basketball player. He still clings on to a couple person. times that he was an all-star and he won all defense. Like, yeah, dude, like that's good in their accomplishments, but like, own up to the... Just say something like, you know what, like, I realized, like, there were some things that I could have done better, I could have worked on more, and, like, I'm putting it on myself to, you know, get better at those things so I can just help a team win a championship. So Say literally that, and maybe people will look on you with more favor. It's no, funny you say that, because if you're at the full interview, he literally says, like, oh, I'm probably gonna, like, try to shoot more, which is just a bold-faced lie. Well, shit. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a bold-faced also, lie. Him, him, I mean, but it's like him trying to save face again. Like, it's like, that's not gonna... Him making it a point to be like, I'm a point guard and that's it. It's also such a dumb thing for yeah. him to say. You don't you answer that question, I'm whatever position my team needs me to play. That's the fucking answer, bro. Because maybe he's more valuable as a power forward. But, like, he doesn't want to do that. And I don't know, man. If you want your career to, like, survive when it's clearly on its, like, last legs, like, some of those questions that you're... Or some of the answers you're giving to those questions are just not it. And you're He's not going to... an gonna, attention whore. He wants the yeah. spotlight. Yeah, yeah. I, so the Sixers are dead to me right now. Yeah, I mean, I've only been a fan for two years. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm out of there already. <laughs> Much I, like James Harden. The, the expectation... <laughs> I'm forcing my way out. I, I Like, it just... Like I was saying about next year, like, the money and everything, like, it just doesn't excite me also that we're sitting here with an aging, injury-prone big man as the centerpiece of our Not franchise... And we are punting on a season. Like yeah, he's going to be another year older. It's embarrassing. It, it's just not. It's not opportune because he is getting older. He has a long, extensive history of injuries. Like I also just don't give a shit anymore. Because uh, yeah, like he's a fucking dumb. loser. He is a loser. <laughs> he's an absolute fucking loser. And we're like, losers. You want to? You want to? You want to? You, wanna, you know? Talk about something positive instead. Yeah, sure. Week one of the NFL. It's coming up. Tomorrow baby. night, 8-20. It's about damn time. 8-20 kickoff. This God. felt like the longest offseason of football. It really did. I want to talk about the birds. Which is crazy, too, because it's the shortest amount of time it could have been for us. Yes. But we went to the I also want to talk about tomorrow night's game, 8-20. We're all going to watch, I'm sure. Lions, Chiefs. Here's the thing, dude. If I'm a betting man... Travis Kelsey's not playing. Travis put, isn't playing. Put it on the it's lines. too early for the se- in, in the season for the Chiefs to give a fuck, I think. Well, there's no such thing as that in football. You have to win every game. Give me Detroit. I Yeah, even with that, I think Detroit In might Kansas win City, give me Detroit. I, I like that team. I love them at the end of last season, too. They showed a lot of heart down the stretch. Uh, I think they, I don't think they're going to be the team that a lot of people think they're going to be. It's like, oh, they're going to be a juggernaut. I think they're going to well, be a good team. I think they'll be a playoff team. That division's tough. They should win that division. I don't know. I mean, the only competition really is uh, Minnesota. I mean, Green Bay isn't like awful. We don't know what Jordan Love is going to be, but like Minnesota is really their biggest competition, and I think the Lions have a good shot at being They, they have a shot. They, they definitely uh, have see, a shot. We got to see what happens with Jared Goff. Jared Goff obviously had a very good year last year. 
Uh, will he continue that? Will he return to like what he's been ever since that one great year in L.A.? Vince, you're yeah, a great football guy, and I utilized your brain last night during one of my fantasy drafts, so I appreciate your help. Yeah, there. that was crazy. Yeah. You ended up with like every good player. Yeah, and it still wasn't the best team. Oh, wow. Uh, How yeah. many teams was that? I, I just, I, team. I also Eight? have, That's how you know. that explains <laughs> it. But I also, it's a, worth a lot of money, though. I also have a uh, issue with my quarterback potentially in Justin Fields. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm high on Justin Fields. Is he going to take that next leap? Um, I think so. I think he could. I mean, th- with the receiving core, he has, he should. Well, they finally brought in DJ. They brought in DJ Moore, too, didn't mm-hmm. they? And so. also, I mean, he's one of the most prolific like runners among quarterbacks. No, uh, uh, yeah, he and he reminds a lot of people of Jalen's game. And there are some people that say he could reach Jalen potential. I mean, there are. I wouldn't go that far. There are another team in that division. Like they'll be. I don't think they're in a position to win that division this year, but like maybe if Justin Fields does take that step, maybe they're competing for it in a year or two. You both are actually very good football guys, and I know you're going to be tuned into Red Zone all day Sunday too. I fucking love. I so actually just signed up for it today. I might first, have to do that. First time I've ever legally bought. Red yeah, Zone. I, I might have to. I might. Was it expensive? Believe it or not, with my plan, it was only fourteen dollars a month. Okay, I mean that's worth it. And I mean you're really yeah. only paying for it for like. A couple, like you're only doing it for like. Well, half I got the like year. the sports pass, which right, right. I don't oh, really okay, give a okay, fuck. Okay. For for me, I have four, I have three roommates, so it's four extra dollars a month. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sticking whatever. to Stream East for a little while. So. I I hate like the the wins loss guy, like uh, breaking down like potential games, but I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to do the, it. the whole week one yeah, slate, the whole week one slate, because there's a lot of intriguing matchups. Sure. Bengals Browns. Will be one of your first one o'clock games. Bengals. Yeah, that should be Bengals. I mean, yeah, you yeah, gotta go Shiesty. You gotta go big it, Joe Shiesty. It'll there. be an interesting game though, just because the Browns have a lot to like prove in a way. Like we got to see what Watson is this year. Like, uh, will he go back to? He's what still we, a perv. He's definitely it, still. Oh, a perv. definitely Listen, still enjoys I'm massages. this by saying he's still a fucking creep and I hate him. Yeah. But like, is he gonna go back to what he used to be? Will he continue to be what he was last year, which was terrible? Yeah. I was uh, so close to drafting if, him too. If Deshaun Watson can get back to like the Texans version of himself or even like close to it. The Browns have a pretty decent to okay roster. Like the offense ain't too bad. Like Amari Cooper had a very good season last year. So I, I think but it was a mistake. Bengals Dallas let him go, by the way. But whatever, it's a different story. Texans well, and Ravens. Um, Texans Ra- obviously Ravens. are horrendous, but they do have that guy that went across the state. That Dalton Schultz. I like that uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton, like him a yeah, lot. Dalton Schultz. Nah, I mean the most it's not a bad player, dude. The most interesting thing in that game is seeing the. I, I'm assuming the first start of C.J. Stroud. I'm sure mm-hmm. he's the starter there. Well, yeah, I well. mean, I feel like a lot of the Texans season just like like hit pretty much hinges on him because yeah. they did go out and get some like decent receivers. And that like, game's in Baltimore, by the way, too. And all yeah. eyes are going to be on Lamar Jackson this year. So. I'm not thinking of right now. The Texans? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd like the it. only receiver I can even think of is Mechie. Yeah, I don't or know. No, if, sorry, running backs. Damian Pierce. Oh, Damian Pierce, Damian is good. Pierce. Pierce is a good player. Uh, I mean, the, Pierce is a, was electric last it's year. Still, I think it's going to be a rough year for the Texans. Um, Continuing with the 1 p.m. Well, yeah, games. There's going to be some growing pains. I do think D'Amico is just going to fucking shoot some fire into them, though. I mean, CJ Stroud, I do see being good. How about Bucks Vikings in Minnesota? Vikings. Vikings. The Easy. Bucks are the Bucks are the, Now, now who, is, <laughs> who is under center for... Uh, Tampa Bay. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Baker Mayfield stinks. They announced that he's going to be the starter week one. They announced one. it like three weeks ago. That's, I mean, that just goes to show you where they're at as an organization. Um, <laughs> they're just not good on either side Is Mike Evans still a thing? Mike yes. Evans is yes. still there. Mike, All right. so Mike Evans might be the most underrated wide receiver of this generation. I think he went he, undrafted in my league last he night. He gave them a timeline, I think, of, September, of the start of the season, so um, tomorrow, of when he would like an extension by, if they want to give him an extension. Oh, Evans One, is up for an extension. I don't know why he would want an extension. <laughs> yeah, right. Get no. out. Um, two, 
uh, even if they do give him an extension, uh, I think they're going to trade him before the deadline. Mm. And three, I think they're just going to trade him before the deadline anyway, so they probably just won't give him an extension. Yeah, probably not. And he'd um, probably be happy, well, fine with that. Yeah, I mean, so... Philadelphia, and welcome Godwin, to Philadelphia? I, Question I, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Godwin are both on the trade block. Yeah, and I like Godwin too. Now, the next, the next 1 o'clock game has a pair of debuts for each side. Uh, Panthers-Falcons, obviously the, the okay. Panther debut of uh, Booby Banders. And then obviously, Bijan <laughs> Robinson. And Bryce Young. Yeah, I think people All, care yeah, but dude, I care, I care more than Bryce Young. Dude, I, already, I can already tell you the story about Bryce Young. Too small. He's, no. too, he's absolutely too small. I mean, Russell league. Wilson worked out. He's Drew too Brees worked out. small. He's going to be a great... He's like a, he's like Derek Hall. Great AAA <laughs> player. Send, send, uh, send Bryce back to college. But yeah, uh, no, I, I actually hope that he does well. I think he's going to have a good career. Yeah, he might. Uh, in that game specifically... Well, I'm, dude, I'm more che- intrigued to watch Bijan. Well, yeah, Bijan's going to be a horse. But I do think... He might think, get his ACL torn in the first quarter, though. No, that would suck for everyone that drafted him See, third. <laughs> that game's going to tell me a lot because, uh, you know, I have my division God, winners parlay and I took the Panthers, so... <laughs> that Falcons O-line is trash. Yeah, I, I understand that, but if Bijan Robson tears his ACL, that's my fucking season, all right? Don't <laughs> nah, I feel say that. that. No, nah, I feel that, dog. Bijan's going to be a... I hope he is. No, I want to see that kid ball out. But like, dude, I just don't have any faith in the. Who Falcons do we like in that game? Carolina and Atlanta. I go Panthers. Yeah, Panthers uh, are the better defense. The Falcons still don't have a quarterback, and the Panthers' defense is very good. Like surprisingly, fair enough. This next one o'clock matchup. Speaking of the 76ers, Sixers, uh, Cardinals at the Commies. Two very mid teams. Uh, I actually think the Commanders Tommy's have a chance to easy. be a little better than people think. Like, not like they're going to win our division or compete, but I think like they're not going to be terrible. The Cardinals yeah. also literally have no one. Cardinals are Cardinals are one of the bottom Buda three Baker. teams. They don't even have uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, right? He's not playing. He's out He's at least week twelve. He tore his ACL last year. So who's the Commanders' starting quarterback? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, and I think uh, that is a about a, um, that might be the worst matchup of the day. I mean, let's see what Cardinals Sam Howell's got. Josh Dobbs. Oh, you are very optimistic. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're talking about Sam Howell. I'm, maybe he'll be okay. I don't think he's like one of I, the worst quarterbacks in the league. It's possible. We haven't really seen anything out of him yet. That's true. It's too close. Also, to, like, uh, it does help that he's got a pretty decent receiving core. Like, I like Jahan Dotson. Obviously, Dotson's a good Terry player. McLaurin is very good. So. Scary Terry is underrated, underrated, in my opinion. I think he's underrated. underrated. I think he's criminally I mean, like, underrated. I, Scary Terry's a great player. I do. If he was on the Eagles, if he was on the Eagles, he would be as productive as he as only plays well against as AJ Brown. Slay. Yeah, but Pat, I mean, to be fair, in his career, who has thrown him the football? Exactly. Carson he doesn't. He doesn't. Carson Wentz. Okay, fucking he's terrible. trash. He doesn't have a Jalen Hurts. Almost just, beat the Bucks. Okay, I actually do like Heineke. For, for the record, like <laughs> when I say I think they'll be better than people think, that means like if people think they'll win like three games, I think like they win five or six. Like, I just think they might be a little better than people think they are. I think Washington's a five hundred. Anyway, team. in that game, it's Washington. <laughs> All right, next game: uh, Jaguars Colts. Uh, you got T Law against who the hell's the Colts Anthony quarterback? Richardson. Anthony Richardson, Jags another debut. Um, Jags. Do yeah. we? What do we think about Anthony Richardson? Do we? A lot of people did not like to pick. I so I'm I, I'm big on Anthony Richardson. I like him a lot. I think that this year, though, could be rough from a throwing the ball standpoint. I think he's going to rush for a lot of... He's big. He's physical. Reminds me like of Cam Newton like with his uh, frame and everything. Yeah. So I think he's going to run the, for a lot of yards, maybe throw a decent amount of interceptions, not have like the most blow-you-away like passing stats so as far as like, accuracy and clearly shit. Clearly, we like uh, the Jaguars. Yeah, in this I one. mean, Jonathan Taylor won't be on the Colts for like 
at least the first four weeks I of the season. I think four weeks, he he's, he's up, on, if he even ends up playing he's on a single pop, right? Yeah, if he even ends up playing a single game for them. Not to like weave fantasy into this, but that's the whole reason why I didn't want to touch any Colts receivers in fantasy. Yeah. Like Michael Pittman is good, but I think Anthony Richardson might struggle from a throwing standpoint. And obviously that hurts the value of your receivers. But, uh, the, I think the Jags just have a much better all-around the team. The Jags are a good... Like, looking forward to Trevor Lawrence's um, next leap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, they got a Super Bowl winning head coach. They've seemed to be like putting the pieces Who's together. That? I like Doug Peterson, baby. They put uh, cut his own son, man. Yeah, that's Dougie funny as shit. They added Ev- Evan Ingram, who I think is a very good addition to that. He's very good receiving core. Travis Etienne, you know, another year for him. He's that's my good, fantasy running back. Um, they got oh, the. Yikes. They have a rookie running back. Not my I, number who one. I can't though. think of his name. Uh, Can anyone help me out? Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. Oh, yes. I drafted him in one of my I, leagues. I, I like and, him. And our, uh, I wouldn't gonna, be surprised if he's RB one at some point. Yeah, this I mean, season. we'll see. So Dude, they, that'd be sick for me. Honestly, I think that I can say right now they're one of my like. And I, when people, I hate people that say, here's one of my dark horses, and it's like a team that everyone's on. Not to say everyone isn't on the Jags, but like, I think that they could be a dark horse to like make the Super Bowl, maybe. Like no, an, I, an I, upset. Dude, I would not doubt that. You never know. I would not doubt that. I think it's a little soon. It to might say be a little soon. Them, dude, like, but what if, what if let, Trevor Lawrence let, makes that right? Gigantic let me put it like leap. this Carson Wentz went from like a decent first year to like the MVP of the league. Literally. Trevor Lawrence, you never know, could come out this year and just light the world on fire like you never know when a quarterback's going to take that step i also think his relationship yeah. with doug peterson is like unbelievable doug peterson and i think is that's fucking i love very him important. so much yeah he's just a good dude doug yeah. peterson embodies like the state of florida like every time you see him like when he's he reminds like a, me of a jimmy sure. buffett head yeah, or the he de- parrot oh he definitely is yeah, a parrot he's definitely parrot so right, condolences anyway, to dougie p go, jags, win it, go win it for jimmy jags win that one pretty, so the next yeah. this is an intriguing uh matchup if you're a betting man you got niners in pittsburgh I, I go Steelers. I go Steelers nah. week one. <laughs> no. I, go, I go Steelers okay. week one. Um, I'm going Steelers right, week one. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm not going to laugh because like the Steelers defense is underrated. It's the best Their of the league. The offense is garbage. garbage. I and know. Nick Bosa just signed his, his fucking extension, so he's going to be playing. Right, but yeah, like, but what about <laughs> Pickens and Pickett? All right. Also, Pickett. Fucking but blow. No, he right. See, you're, no, he doesn't. You're way too quick to write quarterbacks off. I mean, Pickett, no, Pickett literally fucking sucks. He's, He's got a noodle like, arm. You got, you got to see one more. We're year writing a guy dude. off after one season. I'm telling yes, you, yes, he was fucking I th- terrible. I think that's I'm putting money he on. He was fucking terrible. I'm putting money on Pittsburgh. We will reassemble next Peyton week. Peyton Manning we'll talk led about the it. NFL in interceptions his rookie year. Kenny Pickett didn't do fucking shit to right. show me that he There's, was good last year. I'm just saying, like writing a guy <laughs> off, writing a guy off that soon is is crazy to me. But Vince, and I'm, all, not saying, I'm not saying Pickett's going to be like no, so the greatest quarterback in the world. But but all I'm saying okay. is, all I'm I, saying I is, Pittsburgh trashed. is is at home. Tomlin's a monster, and they have the best defense in the league. Arguably, I still take one the, of the top five. I, I take the Niners, the but like. I still don't listen. Call me crazy, but I'm still waiting for the Brock Purdy train. The I'm, just I'm just saying that's. I'm just saying that's not a bad like upset bet right there. Like I think Pittsburgh could win that game. I just think I think that uh, San Francisco's de- uh, offense is slightly good enough to score more points against the Pittsburgh defense, defense. than yeah, like the offense will that's against fair. the Niners. Defense. I'm just saying as like an upset. Like I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I don't know what the line is, but like maybe you can consider taking the, the spread there. What about Titans Saints in New in Orleans? Oh, that's too. I honestly great don't. Teams. Know I'm gonna go. With, <laughs> like I'll a, go with the Saints. The debut of Derek Derek Carr. I'll take the home team there. Uh, the, I don't know the Titans. Like it's kind of weird. They still have Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball there. But they which, do still have Derek Henry and they have D Hop. I don't. I don't mean like it's. it's who weird. knows what D Hop? That was bizarre. Wait, when I saw that he went to Tennessee, I was like, "What the hell is this man doing?" Yeah, I don't know what he was. Thinking. Tennessee's defense isn't very particularly strong. The Saints' defense is like one of the top units in the league. So you would go New Orleans. 
especially against the run. Yeah, I'm gonna give the the home field advantage team the the push there. No, right. sounds good to me. I, I'm I'm kind of waiting on I'm waiting to see how long it takes for Ryan Tannehill to not be their starter. Like I'm not even high on Will Levis, but like it's just start him. Like a lot of people at, are at not some high point in the Levis. season, start him. Like because Ryan Tannehill ain't it. All I right. just think it's hard to defend Derrick Henry in general. I agree. He's a Four, fucking animal. <laughs> to the 425 matchups real quick. Raiders, Broncos. I mean, dude, that's going to be intriguing oh to God. see what... Uh, Broncos. What, uh, what's his name Sean does this Payton year? Sean there, Payton yeah. and Russ. That that connection right there. Stop I, kissing fucking babies. I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> I think I'll also go with the Broncos. I don't see Russell w- Wilson like being as bad as he was last year. Like right. He was v- shockingly bad. I don't know. The Raiders, like Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't excite me. Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks, the Rams yeah. are yeah. god fucking Seahawks. Awful. The, the Se- I think the Seahawks are gonna like shock people. Like not the, I don't know. You I don't think, think Geno's got it in him. I don't GSM's think people are high enough. Geno's got that dog in him. You think? Geno Smith had like two years in a row. I think that even if Geno comes back to earth a little bit, he will still have a good season. I mean, you got his cheese steaks are made. You've got so many weapons around him. <laughs> like you know, you got yeah, that's true. You got DK Metcalf, your boy Tyler. I go Lock. Pat Mahomes greater than Geno. James right. didn't draft Tyler Lockett. This oh my year, god, by the way. Yeah, that must he, be he, first. He got stolen. You know why? He got you know stolen why? from my Grundle because he got married. Yeah, he got uh, married. Okay, that which makes means sense. he's going to suck this that, year. No, that guy like got his first love making ever, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's going to be trash. But anyway, Gino's on offense. He's got DK. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and then running the ball, you got Kenneth Walker, and the defense ain't like two, I was. Two I was like very cool close. Is one of the best cornerbacks uh, in the whole league. JSN. Just like as my I last got him pick, so late. I got like, him. In a I'm <laughs> intrigued by him. I got him as in a dynasty league, so I'm I'm very excited about that because I'll have him for his whole career, hopefully. Yeah, uh, right. this, I think the Seahawks though are another like they fall into the category for me of like the Jaguars a little bit. Where act, the Jaguars are more of a clear favorite to win their division. I think the Seahawks are a solid like dark horse pick to win the NFC West. What about Dolphins Chargers? Dolphins, uh, Dolphins, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, yeah I, I'm in agreement there. There's just not much. I just I don't think Justin Herbert's that good. I'm an I'm a disbeliever in the yeah, Chargers. Yeah, I mean Herbert They've, never yeah. really impressed me. Herbert is talented. He's had moments. I think he's gonna have a Aaron. Ro- well, Aaron Rodgers did win a ring, but like Aaron Rodgers compared to like a Brady is like the guy who was more talented but couldn't win. Herbert's good because of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Yes. Yeah, and and, I, the, and those guys are never. I will say either. I am very I'm very high as a, a fantasy uh, draft owner of uh, Quentin Johnson. I do like his potential a lot. There you go. But there's just something about the Chargers that they're cursed. Well, dude, Mike Williams can never stay healthy. Keenan, yeah. Keenan Allen had a didn't he uh, get hurt down He's, the stretch last season he, too? He yeah. was hurt for majority of last season. So <laughs> I mean, they do a very Austin, bad luck. Austin Eckler just is coming off like a fucking amazing season. But I like, think he's going to be like the only bright spot on that Chargers. Yeah, team. I, I genuinely like think like Eckler was fucking nuts last year. Speaking like, of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Packers Bears. Well, Packers, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Uh, it's the Bears. Randall Cobb's the definitely Bears, there, right? Randall still there. Bro, he's on, um, he's on the Jets. I, I would. That. Uh, it's that's another game that's going to be interesting. A debut uh, of as a starter, like full time for Jordan Love. So, like, I mean, could the Packers win? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't know what Jordan Love's going to look like in like, Chicago. I'm not going to lie. If Jordan I will Love take the Bears looked like he did against the Eagles um, in that game last year. It'd be kind of interesting because he actually looked pretty fucking good in that Eagles game last I, year. I don't hate his weapons on offense. Like I, Christian Watson, obviously, like kind of had an explosive season last year. Romeo Dobbs, I know that he struggled at times, but I actually think that he could become a pretty decent. Christian receiver. Watson's quote unquote explosion came in like the span of like three weeks though. 
Oh yeah, he he was going Actually, off for it was like seven get straight games. Yeah, he went like down. dude. Yeah, that I was, think he just <laughs> got hot. He, but I think like he's pretty good. I mean, he's a fast lot of as do. fuck. He was drafted very high in a couple of my leagues. Their which defense is, which is, is like bizarre, kind of mid tier. But it, I'm gonna pick the Bears uh, being the home team. But I would yeah, not I be surprised Bears. if the if Jordan Love like comes out and looks pretty fucking good and they win. Who's their one back to uh, Dylan? He's pretty good. Um, uh, they still Dillon. have Aaron Jones. Aaron, yeah, Jones. Aaron Jones. So it's their double tandem yeah, of not Jones a, and Dylan. It's not I guess. a terrible offense. Just all hinges on if Jordan Love. Their is backs good are or good not. too. I drafted Aaron Jones uh, in the second, and I was like, "Give yeah. me all the checkdowns, baby. <laughs> Give me all the fucking checkdowns." Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Trey Lance, Dak Prescott, and the Cowboys against uh, Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, and the and the Giants in New York? I mean, I think the Cowboys win. That's it. a good game. I think the Cowboys win by, like, a field goal, though. I like, think they're both mid-quarterbacks in Jones and Prescott. This is and the only time I'm ever going to say this. Let, uh, damn it. <laughs> you can't even, say, you it can't right. even say it. I can't even fucking say it. That's how horrible it is. How about them damn Cowboys? Oh, man. <laughs> Blasphemy. I I definitely, I think they they win, but like I think the Giants are gonna be like pretty fine. Like I think that we could be in. And for that's another, a Sunday night game. We could be in for another year of the NFC beast. Like I think the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys all have a good chance of making the playoffs again. Yeah, it's then, a three-headed monster. And then yeah. the second to like we're saving we're saving the best for last. But the second to last uh, matchup is going to be the that we're going to talk about. It's Monday, Monday night, Bills Jets. That's a I'm that's a really good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I'm hyped for that one. Um, as someone who put a future, that's a go to boathouse and um, and drink beer. As someone who game. put a future on the AFC East winner, I'm gonna go with my winner and I'm gonna say the Jets come out and shock. Well, that's not shocking oh. because you're you, Josh Allen. I did not impress you. We last will season. we will uh, make a note of the fact that I've been like kind of on the. Bill's downfall bandwagon for a while now. Yeah. Just Tamar Hamlin, by the way, made the team. Well, also, if you have, you know, he's a lock to win. Um, no, comeback, comeback player, player of the year. Yeah. But regardless, I, not a very good Unless player. Aaron, no, I think Aaron Rodgers still has enough in him that <laughs> that he can make that offense look impressive. Well, I mean, he better honestly, because I drafted so, him in one of my leagues. Well, listen, this could leagues. be me falling for the hard knocks propaganda, which happens every year. I'm already all in but on like, the Jets. Go the, Jets. Go. The only thing that worries me about the Jets, the only thing is their offensive line. I mean, they have that's fair. They have them. great backs. I love uh, the backfield of you know even Michael Carter at the three spot in the Brees back. Hall. But then you have Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Obviously, the receivers. Oh, I forgot like they, they got Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Garrett Wilson is like project. I think Garrett Wilson could be like wide receiver one in fantasy this oh, year easily. Like obviously, I'm a Justin Jefferson owner. Do so they have one of the best does, like uh, running back core in the league? Those guys I mean, potential. now that Delvin Cook's there, it's definitely one of them. Cook Hall, and who's the third one? Michael Michael Carter, who's actually pretty like decent. Carter's pretty good too. Catching back. I mean, he doesn't get they like the most work, field. but if Brees Hall can stay healthy and like actually get back to what is he, he was, going to play tomorrow, or is he out a couple? They're going to play. He's okay. playing. All right, good. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they get like a true 50-50 split. But I'll let you guys talk because I'm on the Jets. For no, that I'm game just right. really excited for this game. Bills Jets in New think? York. That's a, that's a good matchup. I'm I'm biased against the Bills. So. I'm going to go Buffalo because I think they're just going to show up. That's because you want to suck Josh Allen's cock. No. Is it in Buffalo Jesus. or New York? <laughs> uh, it's, it's in New York. And I God, I hope the Jets win. I just said Buffalo Jersey. or New York. Well, like that isn't the same it's place. It's in the Meadowlands, home okay, to, yeah. you know, Bruce Springsteen. Um, but no, I, I honestly, I think... I think Jets fans are going to that place rocking. I think, I don't know, I think the Jets offense is going to struggle in their first game. I do, uh, because could, that's fair. they had some struggles against a second-team defense in the Giants in their first preseason game. Um, and I do think they're going to struggle against a better defense than that. Just because 
I, I don't know. Like even like watching Hard Knocks and shit, they just don't seem to be firing on all cylinders. So Vince has the Jets. Like, I I still think they'll win because I think Josh Allen is going to return to form and throw a shitload of picks. Yeah. And yeah, I was Sauce about to Gardner's say my lock eat. of the game is Josh Allen throws a pick to Sauce Gardner. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. I think Sauce Gardner is going to go fucking crazy. I think that D line is going to go fucking crazy. Um, like they're just they're monstrous. That no. that defense is monstrous. All right, I'm going to take uh, Buffalo as well. But uh, I will say this: um, uh, we don't have a lot of time left. But Eagles Patriots. A lot of people have fucking New England Yo, week one. I, can we? Well, can, John can I go an on idiot? a quick? No, I mean he's not the only one. I want to go on a rant real quick. He's not the only one. I feel like this is the most, the biggest case of overthinking something. Stevenson's going to just wrong. outrun us. Do not get me wrong. The Patriots have a pretty solid defense. I, I can't admit, can't deny that. But you're talking about a team with an offense that steamrolled most opponents last year, has a guy that would have won MVP if he didn't miss a game or two. And like you're talking about a fucking team that has DeAndre Swift behind uh, as back, uh, Devontae Smith, AJ, like a fantastic offense and a very good. Now the secondary is a little, uh, little depth has been lost there. But like, I don't see how people can pick the Patriots. Like in all seriousness. Well, I it's think Tom Brady night. And I don't give a fuck who's yeah, no, night that, that, the fuck. Well, that I mean, that, that is, that is that's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. They, Bill they, Belichick doesn't even like Tom Brady anymore. Neither does Robert Kraft. I, <laughs> I, I think you explained it well. I just think Mac Jones isn't good. I'm going to flat out say that. If, I just if think he fucking good. sucks. If you well, of happy course better you think he sucks. on the fucking practice squad. No, of course you hate him. I mean, the guy's actually sucked in the league for more than 20 minutes. But slightly more than 20 minutes. But uh, I agree with everything you just said. Um, some people think it's a quote-unquote trap game week one, which I don't no. think so. I think these guys are going to get up for week one, especially yes. in New England. They mm -hmm. hate that franchise. This franchise hates that franchise, always has, always will. Um, they hate Bill Belichick. We all hate Bill Belichick. Respect him, but hate him. And uh, I, and we realize that he's a fraud without you know a Hall of Fame quarterback. But <laughs> um, I, I think you're right. Roster to roster, I mean, it's the Eagles like on, on a bad day. Yeah. I mean, it's the Eagles with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith uh, uh, with, with a stomach flu. It's still the Eagles. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know how these people on the radio are saying, yo, New England. I, I just they don't get something it. to talk about. And did Bartrand have the Eagles losing week one? Yes. Wait, can we also, my favorite. Yes, he did. He had them starting off 0-1. My, my no, favorite I, I, piece I, of news that has come out. I don't about, get it. My favorite piece of news that has come out about the Patriots <laughs> over the offseason is that Albert Breer put out a report that said, report, new, Patriots wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster's knee could explode at any point. <laughs> I saw that. And is a, like, Can we assist a, in having his knee explode? That, that is such a, but isn't that just a funny-ass thing, thing to, to say? Oh, wait, we got revenge on Juju, too. I yeah, I think Bert, him. Bert's by a million. Bro. That <laughs> phrasing is so funny, though. His knee could explode Bro, at any, any moment. moment. Bradbury, yeah, Bradbury's going to go fucking crazy. Did, did you hear what Bradbury said about it, though? He goes, yeah. we're playing the New England Patriots. We're not playing Juju. Well, oh, yeah. Well, he's a good. Of them well, he has to say yeah. that. Yeah, he but, has you know, to say that. He's got to say Get, that. Go, oh, I hope but I hope he goes after him aggressively. I hope he just fucking takes out his knee on the first play. I mean, I would <laughs> not. Explode. There will not be <laughs> one. There will not be one upset Philadelphian if that if that man's explode on national knee explode on national. I don't TV. think there'd be like that many upset New Englanders either because they're all racist. Yeah, so. yeah, they're all very racist. <laughs> not all of them, but. Most of them, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you got Robert Kraft, and yeah, no, I'm not getting into that. But <laughs> I just don't. I I think that people picking the Patriots is either a hating the Eagles or b overthinking it. No, I agree. But Eagles offense is just obviously too much. all right. To close things out, we all obviously have the Eagles winning. I think the Eagles win by 
21 points. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I think th- they win by 21 points. I think they might win by like 14. 21. Yeah, give me two I just don't think the, I 21, think the, 21. I think the fact that they have a quarterback that I don't think is good is like going to hold them back. How many uh, How many picks does um, I could see him throwing Mac one. Jones throw? I could see him throwing I see one. two. Give me three. Two picks? Give me three. What's the line at? I one think of, one of them p- a pick six. By what's, what's the over-under of uh, pick-offs for uh, Mac Jones, would you think? Probably half. Yeah, that's probably. probably. Jalen Carter gets a sack. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, Ooh. that's what I'm yeah. on. On the first on or the, on the first drive, Jordan Davis or Nolan has 15 Smith. tackles. <laughs> How backs. about a car a Carter a Carter sack on the first drive? That would be nice. I'm I'm very excited to see our rookies play, and I can hear Mauri yeah. say, "Welcome to." Can we just take it in though, like real quick before we get out of here? Like this is the last podcast we're going to be doing before football is Dude, fucking I am back. So excited! This is the best. Part I can't of wait year. for tomorrow, dude. I spent all weekend watching every fucking college football game I could get my eyes in front of yeah. Colorado game was fucking awesome that's it's just sick. The, it's just the Travis Hunter man. is one of the most unreal football players I've ever witnessed the fact that he played like 100 snaps on both sides of the ball yeah I didn't watch any of it college football is back I'm so ready for pro football to be I back dude and we're gonna be fucking nah. every every so almost every Sunday until fucking February so get yeah. ready for the ride boys and pretty it's soon it's one. gonna be every Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday yep. Saturday and Sunday I'm excited yeah All I'm, right. I'm excited too so uh, tune back in here next week and we will be talking NFL week Ooh. fucking one and we may have special guests from from the uh, what the hell is their from the Birdman from the Birdman Bell and the Birdman that's what we'll call our crossover on the podcast we'll no, I our, love the podcast that's what we're gonna call our crossover with the, with the Bell and the Birdman from the Birdman I can't even say that from the Bird Bleeds but I will Vince Quinn um, will likely be on with us next week to talk week yeah, one. Yeah, pressure him into it. Yeah. So uh, we'll shame him publicly. We look forward to that. Uh, hopefully, I can get John Barcher to make a cameo and break down the Cubs for us. Yeah, we can talk some uh, go potential, Cubs, potential playoff matchups. Because here's the thing, real quick. There's going to there is very well likely to be a Cubs Phillies wild card series. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the hell is he going to do? Cry, I guess. I mean, what's he going to do? Cry. Lose. He's got to root for the Phillies. He has to, and we'll talk what? to him about that next week. <laughs> Why would he? He All has right. to. He's Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks we'll talk for listening. To you next week, NFL Go Birds. Week one. Go Birds. Go Birds.